Hello, everybody. It's Ryan from Pi Records, and I'm here with the two members of Triple Agent Records and Secret Agent Surf Garage Band. How are you guys doing? Hello, my name is Raquel. I'm the bass player. And I'm doing great. <laughs> and I'm, I'm Rick Delis. I'm the guitar player for Secret Agent. And um, thank you so much, uh, Ryan, for having us today on this interview. Uh, thanks so much for doing it. I, I was listening to your music today. Um, I, I really love the the the, uh, the sound. It's not just surf. There's some elements of garage and maybe even a little punk rock with the in the synth. Would you agree? Uh, yeah. Well, we have a we're definitely a fusion of sounds. Um, we call it, we had to make up our own genre, which we call it Psy Spy Instro Surf, which is side of psychedelic spy because um, we have, we're influenced a lot by uh, the film soundtrack from spy movies and instro because we're mostly instrumental being a three piece and surf because I guess the, the basis of the band comes from the, from the neo, neo surf uh, scene. Um, stuff we played in the past. Very cool. Uh, I really dig the spy aspect of it. Um, the the James Bond movies and uh, the old the old sixty shows. Um, they I I think the music really stands the test of time. You agree? I I do. Yes. Uh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, we're influenced by the James Bond movies and, and also some of the Spaghetti Western soundtrack from Ennio Morricone, uh, the whole Sergio Leone movies from the 60s. Uh, so we have a little bit of that, maybe as you mentioned before, a little bit of punk because I grew up in, in punk rock. Um, but we're, we're trying to mix up, I guess, all the influences of, our, of, our, of, of the band members and, and try to make something a little bit more unique or a little bit different. Yeah, it definitely does stand out, uh, I would say. Um, Raquel, uh, who would you say your influences are? Mm, well, I have lots of influences that comes from hard rock. When I was a teenager, I used to hear a lot of, you know, Aerosmith, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, ACDC. But then after I started uh, hearing more like indie music, electro music. And now uh, when I met Rick, I started listening more surf music. And I have ever loved the spy movies. It's, since I was little, I, I watched uh, all the James Bond movies and always loved like that kind of mystery. So using that on the music it's been like a big like influence yeah. 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 sorry for my english i <laughs> know yeah, it's okay uh your english is better than my spanish so that's okay <laughs> uh so um for the next part i want i want to talk about some of the the people you collaborate because you're a three piece, um, but you have a lot of uh, vocal songs with vocals, keyboards, 
Um, I want to talk about some of the some of the individuals you work with. Okay, well, well, Secret Agent is a three piece that were uh, instrumental. So it's drums, bass and guitar. But uh, we decided we want to work with um, uh, different vocalists from different bands. So we have some vocal songs too. And also to be able to reach some of the of their audience that normally wouldn't probably uh, listen to surf music. So for example, on our second EP, Matahari, which would be this, this one. This one we have uh, collaborations with uh, uh, Marcela Viejo and Carlos Ann. Marcela Viejo is from a band called, she used to be in a band called Quiero Club from Mexico, which are very popular. And she went solo. And uh, both Rack and I have played guitar for her band um, and became friends and and decided to collaborate a song. So she she's on um, our, our song Danzarina del Placer, also with Carlos San. Carlos San's a, a poet and a, a singer-songwriter from Barcelona, Spain. A uh, long career, over 10 solo records. He used to be in a band called Bushido with Enrique Bumburi, which is a famous uh, Latin rock singer. And um, that's one of our songs, Danzarina del Placer. And then we have another song called Matahari, like the record, that's uh, the title of the record. And this one with Vince. Uh, Vince is the singer for the Rebel Cats, which is probably Mexico's premier rockabilly band. So that has a touch of a little bit of garage and, and maybe psychobilly or rockabilly uh, on that song. And we have some new collaborations that we're going to be working with for the next EP, but that's a surprise. But um, oh. those are the vocalists we've been working with in really? collaborations, but we're mostly instrumental. And we also have a, a, a synth player from Los Angeles that he records all our keyboards. His name is Juan Covarrubias. He's Chilean and um, incredible uh, uh, synth player. He's very into the modular synths and all the analog synths from the 70s and 80s, and, and especially your 60s Hammonds and Rhodes and those type of things. So he keeps it real and, and, and really, we really enjoy that psychedelic sound he, he, he uh, contributes to the band. Very cool, very cool. Uh, I noticed uh, a, a, like a little bit of, of punk rock in there and you said you have a little background in punk rock. Uh, yeah, back in the late 80s, I started, I was in a, probably one of the first uh, hardcore punk bands in Puerto Rico, where I grew up. Uh, it was called Corrupted Society, and we used to do uh, some originals, which were never released, but um, kind of grew up on the Ramones and Dead Kennedys and Black Flag and, and um, Fear and, and these bands, uh, mostly from, from the West Coast. United States West Coast. That's kind of got got me into playing guitar, also metal and hard rock um, back then. And then it was new wave, and, and it, it went through a lot of. Uh, I went through a lot of uh, music. Uh, well, yeah, all of us, uh, Alice, Rick, and me, uh, always listen and play to rock music in, somehow. So that's why yeah. in Secret Agent. Even though we, we, it's a new, it's a different genre, but we have this heavy rock influence because yeah. it's like in our veins. <laughs> yeah, 
it sounds like you guys have a lot of musical similarities as uh, meaning your tastes in music. Oh yeah, yeah. We we, we can go all the way from like uh, Pink Floyd to to probably heavy bands like Slipknot. Not in our music, so I would say, but more of the music uh, we listen to. It's it's really a wide variety of, of music. Um, I also listen to a lot of surf uh, from the old Ventures and Shantai's and those type of bands to to the modern bands like Master Chups and and uh, 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 Tremolo Beer Gut and and a lot of great bands that are coming out nowadays and 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 have been around for the last twenty years too. So uh, definitely a, a wide variety of, of music genres. So you guys are in Mexico City. Um, how uh, how big is surf there? I mean, I hear so many people talking about the Mexican surf scene. It, it, it just seems to be very rich down there. I would definitely agree with that. Uh, actually, Danny, Danny Amos from the Straight Jackets, uh, I read in a, a recent interview that he believes that Mexico is one of the biggest surf scenes in the world. Uh, I know for a fact that the uh, surf bands from Mexico started around the 90s, uh, like Los Acapulco and Los Esquisitos, uh, part of the third, I guess you call it the third wave of surf. Um, and from there, there's been a lot of great bands that have been coming out of Mexico and, and, and have toured all around Mexico and Europe and, and, and been to the States and, and it's starting to expand. They also have a big festival here called Wildo Fest, which is... Um, Thousands of people on that festival. They've been doing that for maybe four years now, I believe. Um, so that has had, had given a lot of exposure of surf bands and uh, garage bands from from international bands like Man or Astro Man or the, or the Sonics or or um, uh, uh, Fuzz Tones have performed in this festival. So definitely a, a, a huge market here. Still underground, I would have to say. Still cult. It's not mainstream, but uh, we kind of like it that way. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about Triple Agent Records. Tell me the story about how you started that and why. Very, very new label. We just started this year. Um, we wanted to have our own label so we can... Um, uh, release our own music, uh, a secret agent. We've been on labels before, and we and we do we do work with other labels like Double Crown Records or OTT's Media Records to release some CDs and vinyl. But in terms of of us having our own label to release our digital releases, uh, that's where the idea came from. We also want to support other bands on terms of uh, promotion in a in a free sense not not selling these bands but um putting together uh compilation uh uh records on Bandcamp so we can uh, uh promote bands uh friends of ours and and music we like we got the idea from Kafadan contact records from turkey uh they've been doing great uh promoting other bands and also their own music and we really want to be part of this scene to help out other bands. So, so we're going to, we're going to be releasing a compilation CD 
uh, also physical CD in the summer uh, to to promote ourselves and other other bands of different genres like rockabilly, punk, uh, indie rock, surf, garage, uh, things we like. So it's called Triple Agent Records, and um, we'll probably you'll probably be seeing us more in the summer with our first release. Um, that is so cool. I I totally identify with what you're doing because uh, it's all about promoting and getting the word out. Um, and it's really uh it's really admirable. And I didn't make the connection between the band and the label until you mentioned it. Um, but I, I think what you're doing is going to bring uh, everybody to the a higher level. Just just connecting connecting everybody in the music scene to what you guys are doing and, and the other surf bands are doing. Is that is that your goal? Uh, definitely, definitely yes. And and we also want to take some of the surf music in other markets. For example, uh, I grew up in Puerto Rico, and it, and Puerto Rico has a healthy rock scene. Um, there's a surf band over there called Los Bronson, which has uh, been uh, supporting the scene. And we want to also, uh, since we go there a lot, we've toured there as Secret Agent probably around seven times now. Uh, we want to take some of these bands uh, to listeners over there, especially also in Mexico, um, keep going the scene and, and try and expand as much as we can and, and help out uh, indie music. Uh, not necessarily commercial or mainstream music, but uh, more of the of the stuff we like and, and support. Very cool. Um, I'm interested in the label. Um, uh, my wife Jenny and I work together on our label, and we have kind of specific duties. How do how do you and Raquel kind of split the duties and and uh, collaborate? Well, Rack has a great ear for music, and 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 um, we've been uh, listening to different bands and, and picking out what we want to release. Um, I would say also uh, um, more like a lot of the art concepts. Uh, we 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 try to make it a democracy in the label. Um, we haven't released our first release yet other than uh, Secret Agent Music, but um, we've been working with uh, Illustrated that she found online. Uh, they call him Bardivas, as in Beard. And um, he makes some great art, which he just designed our logo. And we'll be designing the cover of the first compilation uh, record. And, and I, basically, it's, it's, it's a lot of inspiration from that Turkish uh, label. We, I talked about uh, Kefadan Contact Records, which is also a married couple that have a band called Reptilians from Andromeda and put together this uh, label. And, and I've been reading about High Tide Recordings, which is also a married couple, and, and we're a married couple. And I think being, being together uh, in your life also uh, really um, injects a lot of passion in, in the projects that we work together. So that's would you say that's kind of what we're um, we're um, yeah. uh, striving for? Very cool. Um, I, I'm interested in some of the some of the other bands that you played with and how you got to this point. Do you guys want to talk about the other bands that you played in? 
Yes. Uh, well, um, if I go back a little bit back, uh, I used to play guitar for Elvis and um, I know him and also Elvis. Yeah. Mexican Elvis, Robert Lopez from the zeros. Uh, I, I did a tour uh, with him as, a, as his guitar player. And that's kind of where I, 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 I got to meet a lot of bands that we toured with like man or astro man or Southern culture on the skids. And then I was playing with a band called The Mix, which is the uh, leader of the band, plays in Paravion, and he also plays in Fustones and, and different bands. And that's kind of where I got into the surf and, and I guess rockabilly type music. Um, but that was back when I was living in L.A. But when I moved to Mexico, uh, I played with different bands, uh, all kinds of genre uh, same as Rack uh, plays in different bands and our, our drummer Alice. Also, uh, we got together about five years as a, uh, musicians for a back, uh, as a backing band for different um, pop artists, uh, Latin pop artists, which we had the opportunity to tour for the last five years to South America, Central America, the United States, and all around Mexico. And, and we really gelled as a band. Uh, about that same time we started Secret Aiden because we, we had that chemistry uh, performing live and, and then we started composing and, and we did a couple of EPs and um, I think that being in those bands or different bands has given us experience uh, other than the chemistry of a band is also the, the camaraderie uh, when, you're, when you're touring, which is important, uh, the, that type of... Um, uh, the personalities, you really, um, well, we got married, so <laughs> I guess that, that came from touring together, but and knowing that in a way to, uh, that we met, I, I, right? And something like that. Yeah. Very cool. Um, so as far as playing exactly, who would be your your biggest influences on your instruments. Raquel, we'll start with you. Um, mis influencias de... En bajo. En bajo? Uh -huh. o, o en general. Uh, well, uh, on bass, my influences would be from, I don't know, maybe started with Red Hot Chili Peppers with Flea, which I admire a lot. He's a great bass player, but I also always love uh, Billy Sheehan, who's oh, yeah. very virtuous. 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 Uh, but also um, Victor Wooten. <laughs> He's like magic on the bass. And I always like uh, disco music, Motown music, funk music, but also, I don't know. Um, I I have played uh, covers from Rush, from Primus. Uh, I try to be prolific on the bass, like not one style, but I, I want to learn like as many as I can from bass players. <laughs> I like listening to very difficult music, which I cannot play, but I, I try to go there. That's uh, like Larry Graham and yeah, yeah. And, uh, Les Claypool and and she listens to a lot of classical. She plays incredible classical piano and 
she grew up listening to like Mozart and Bach yeah. and Beethoven and and, and <laughs> it's very mixed yeah and she plays guitar too so you know yeah um, got a lot of influences there also yeah mm -hmm. uh, I know our, our drummer mm -hmm. I'm sorry oh, I, I just wanted to talk about the fact that you guys both uh, play guitar, do you take uh, kind of take turns writing different parts? No, uh, because in the projects I play guitar, it's not with Rick. When I play with Rick, it's usually bass. But well, sometimes we have played both guitar, like in the in this. Um, some of the TV promos will go like they want like an acoustic set, which is being an instrumental band is it gets a little bit more difficult, but um, she will play acoustic guitar and I'll be playing acoustic guitar and our drummer would play uh, either Peruvian uh, percussion, uh, the box, yeah. I think they call it, or, or, or maybe like a small a drum pads type thing. Um, but usually I'm more into bass right now, so I prefer playing bass. He's great with the guitar, and and that's how we divide it. Okay. Uh, and she'll write her bass parts, and I'll write my guitar parts, and, yeah. and we'll work together on songs. Uh, Sometimes it's cool that we can share our instruments or guitars. Like I can share him oh, my yeah. guitar. Yeah, and he shares me also his stuff. Okay, that's great. I I, I guess it it, it uh, it's good to know both because you guys can kind of see where you're coming each other is coming from. Definitely, yes. Uh, we we love a lot of the same guitar players too, like uh, David Gilmore, or um, in, in my case, I love. Uh, Tony Iommi, uh, and then people like uh, like uh, Noki Edwards from the Ventures, and and Johnny Ramone, uh, Robert Smith from the Cure. I mean, it's really uh, Andy Summers from the Police. Those those are the guitar players I kind of grew up with listening to, and and I don't know if you can hear the, that type of stuff uh, on our songs in Secret Agent. Um, Jimmy Hendrix. Jimmy Hendrix, of course. It's a, it's a wide variety of influences, but we 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 try. Maybe it it comes in uh, naturally. Some of those influences in the music, uh, I would think. For for example, the Spy Who Never Was, uh, a track off her second uh, EP, Matahari. I. When I listen to it, I, I, I think Ramones and Black Sabbath, but it doesn't really sound like those bands. But um, and, and Pink Floyd would probably be more in the synths. And, and, and we like the, the music to take you to uh, other uh, places in, in, in your mind, um, which uh, a lot of stoner rock would probably do. So I guess there's a lot of... of, of, of mesh of influences there so something that you said struck me when you said uh uh tv promos or radio promos you were you work on you work in that field as well you do music for media uh no uh i used to work in back in 
in LA, um, but different, um, other than DIY is, is doing everything for your band. Uh, since I grew up in the punk rock scene, well, we kind of got used to that, but um, I, I did, I did stints in some, and um, yeah, I, 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 you know, just, just throughout the years, uh, by doing it yourself, I, I learned how to do um, a lot of industry work instead of uh, relying on a label, uh, a radio show or a TV show to promote our music. Like, for example, this uh, record that we just released with Double Crown Records, um, which is both our EPs on one CD. Okay. And then I, we can take this record and promote it, but also take our Triple Agent Records um, CD yeah, at the same time, right? <laughs> yeah, I also want to say that uh, what he was saying about the TV promos is that sometimes we got invited as bands, a secret agent to, to TV shows or to do a oh, promo, okay. but they don't want us, like the whole, uh, full band. the full band, they don't have like the or instrumentation. Yeah. We have to do it like a smaller East. That's when we. We change like sometimes I can play acoustic guitar and the and the bass play and the because the drum player would play more like percussions and that's what yeah some of the TV promos they, do they don't want the drums they don't want the full sound so we have to break it down to a little bit different instrumentation um, and radio shows sometimes do that uh, we prefer to play. And, and our sequences but on tv it's more difficult to do like the whole set so we yeah. have to uh accommodate uh, yeah accommodate yeah. we have to accommodate for um what these uh different uh, media outlets need uh I, that's good i understand what you're talking about now <laughs> um but that will lead me into my next question um how how much rewriting or rearranging does it take to do that? Well, we, we try to keep it uh, as close as possible. Uh, it's more of changing the instrument. For example, I won't, maybe I won't play electric guitar on, and I'll arrange it on acoustic so it makes sense. Um, we are instrumental, uh, a band, so uh, not having vocals, we have to... Um, try to fill out the sound somehow since we're not going to have our, our synths, which really gives it the psychedelic sound that we, we, we go after for, we go after, but uh, not much arranging. I would say we keep it pretty, pretty close to the, the original song, the tempo wise and, and the, the progression of the song. Uh, I know you, you prefer to play as a full band, but after having that experience um, accommodating it as an acoustic act, uh, would you ever consider doing an acoustic record for maybe a little spin on what you do? We haven't considered as that, but I think it's a good dynamic on demand to, to explore the song on different ways. Um, 
it's a way to be first for create creativity. Definitely. Um, uh, maybe we can consider to do yeah. not not a whole EP, but we can maybe do a song like that. <laughs> Like the MTV Unplugged. <laughs> Something absolutely. It would, yeah, we definitely would have a lot of instrumentation on it, though. I would see uh, if we were to do an acoustic album, we would definitely have. Uh, we want to bring horns and and uh, string instruments. Uh, we, <laughs> if we're gonna go that way, we might as well go all the way. That 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 would be uh, awesome. Um, I really enjoyed your your music. Uh, the first song and the name escapes me. The Matahari uh, on on that EP. The first song uh, blew me away. That was the first song I listened. That's to. A, yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's a, well. This is a conceptual EP uh, talking about Matahari, the exotic da dancer from from. Uh, from Second World War times. Uh, that song is called The Spy Who Never Was, and it's referring to Matahari. Um, that's, that's a song we open up our live set with to uh, really uh, inject a lot of energy on the set. So I'm, gl I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, it was, uh, when I heard it, I was like, oh, these guys uh, are right up my alley. I, I love the, the uh, the the nods to punk and, and garage and but but still having that surf element it's a it's a great mix uh, I mean somebody who's analytical when it comes to music will definitely be able to hear and enjoy all the different influences on that particular song. Thank you. So um, I want to. Uh -huh. I say we, we recorded that song in, in Puerto Rico when we were on tour there, uh, this great studio in San Juan called El Padrino. Um, and it was done live pretty much. We, we record live drums, bass, and guitar, and then we'll take maybe do some overdubs later on the guitar. And then our keeper, our keeper player, uh, guest keeper player will record his, uh, his uh, synths over that. And it's, it's, pretty simple the way we, we record and, and write. Uh, we don't tend to do uh, long, long uh, days in the studio type thing. We like to prepare it in our own home, all the pre-production. And, and that song came pretty quick, I'd say. Uh, we had a help also with a, a, a friend of ours that produces uh, some of the music. His name is Digelio Javier. He's in Puerto Rico and he helped uh, on some of the arrangements on that song, which gave it more of, of the breaks. It initially was uh, straightforward uh, punk rock and then, and then he gave it a little bit more space and, and dynamics on the arrangement. Oh, cool. So that's that, that's kind of where the garage part came into it. Uh, yeah, the the uh, the actually the other way around. The uh, when the song breaks down, uh, halftime, uh, there's uh, just just a lot of air airiness and atmosphere and uh, some backwards guitars and which and gives more space for the psychedelic. Um, 
Yeah. We love that. We love that. Uh, that um, uh, what he added to the song and his idea. And um, we 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 like to have outside uh, opinions and um, yeah. uh, people we trust and 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 we like uh, to try to take the the music as forward as possible. It's always good to have also like he was like co-producing. Yeah, he 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 co-produced that that song and he and he produced our new song Moros en la Costa, which is uh, out as a single. Just came out. Uh, two, three weeks ago, and he produced, he fully produced that song, and, and you can get that song on Bandcamp, on our Bandcamp page, it's not, it's not out yet on, on physical, uh, actually, it's going to come out on vinyl in the summer with oh, Otiti's wow. Media Records from Texas, yeah, no, it's and we're working on that record right now, we're going into the studio, we're, we're, we're um, talking to different producers, to uh, go in the studio and record uh, a new EP, which we hope to have out by summer. Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, Noah's, Noah's a great guy. Uh, he's got a lot of great bands. And, and so being on that label will definitely uh, definitely be a great boost for you guys. Uh, he's a great guy. Oh, Noah and Sean Barry from Double Crown have been great. Um, Art from the uh, music recordings recommended us to a few labels, and we, we got picked up by Double Crown to, to release uh, this CD, A Pair of Aces, which is both our EPs on one uh, CD. And Moros en la Costa, our latest single, is coming out on that vinyl I mentioned with Otitis Media uh, Records with Noah. And... Um, and as a label, we, we, we are looking to uh, work with different labels um, uh, also as, as an alliances that we want to form. Um, we've been talking to different uh, bands from Europe and, and from the States. And hopefully when the touring comes, comes together after the pandemic, we um, hopefully we're going to start uh, touring again, hopefully to Europe this time. So uh, yeah, we, we, we feel that, that these relations with different labels and bands uh, are important, um, not just for, for them to help us, for us to help them too. I, I love um, the fact that you guys collaborate so much with so many different people. It, it brings, uh, it, you definitely have a big sound because of it, I think. Thank you. And... Uh, before we head out, uh, I want to ask if there's anything else you'd like to add. Uh, I know you said you had a surprise you can't talk about, but is there anything coming up that you that you'd like to talk about? Uh, other than uh, the release of the the compilation CD that we're putting together for Triple Agent Records uh, uh, and our our new EP, which is going to be titled Moros en la Costa, just like the single. Uh, hopefully we'll be having this, that out this year. Um, other than that, uh, that record will have some new vocal collaborations and instrumentals and um, uh, hopefully some more alliances with uh, different labels and, and bands. Uh, hopefully starts touring up again. And uh, other than that, um, maybe a shout out from our drummer, Alice. 
she's in a few projects as well, like uh, After Silence and Rido Rosa. Those are other two bands. Um, we haven't seen much of her this year because of the pandemic, but we, we did get together to uh, work on the new single and also uh, do a photo shoot. Um, but uh, hopefully uh, uh, here in Mexico, things are, are, are back and forth so we're, with the pandemic. So we're, we're hoping uh, things will look up. Um, yeah. Look up in, in the near future. Yeah, I understand. Um, well, I want to thank you guys so much for being on. Uh, I really enjoyed your story and I enjoy your music very much. And uh, I can't wait to hear the new stuff. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Thank, thanks for having us and Pi Records. And um, uh, we'll definitely keep in touch. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Have a good day, guys. You too. You too. Bye.